You are going to be the best mom. I'm an amazing mother. You are the best mom in the whole world. Lady, you are the best mom ever. Welcome to The Mom Show, My Talk 1071's new show featuring guests and topics that all good moms will want to hear. The phone lines are open for your questions. Am I doing this right? 651-641-1071 or email the show at mytalk1071.com, keyword mom. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on My Talk 1071, also available at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon, and reminding you what we do here, we make your life easier. There are so many things that you plan on researching, getting things involved, you know, set up for you and your family, and you go, ah, but I was too busy making pizza. I was too busy, <laughs> you know, shoveling. I was too busy vacuuming, and you didn't get around to it. So we have a rotating panel of experts that come in and impart all of this knowledge for you, all in one place here on The mom show and so this morning two moms near and dear to my heart from clear step financial we have uh cassandra brazier and carla sevnik cypher uh, sevnik cypher yes yes, yes. they are both here hello hello i am very excited that you guys are here because when i have questions and i as as just like our my talkers (laughs) i hadn't gotten around to emailing my questions to you cassandra i had some (laughs) some questions (laughs) well here we are Um, and one of the things that i think is great is that you really decode what it is that we need to know specifically as women Mm -hmm. um, as we are preparing for retirement and trying to make sure that we are secure and that is something that you see often specifically with women and and moms Mm -hmm. is that we want to make sure that we have security as we age gracefully Mm -hmm. and a lot of that has to do with making these kind of financial decisions and just knowing where to start Mm -hmm. and having somebody decode it and tell you no 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 you are moving in the right direction don't sit there and bury your hair and head in the sands you can do this so thank you both for what all the information that you guys do because you guys have been doing this and i'm not dating you i'm just saying you've been doing this for a very long time and you Mm -hmm. got into the business for very specific reasons right Right. and part of it is just educating and teaching about money and finance people Uh, can make their own choices, but sometimes they just need uh, a hand to hold and know that they're in the right direction and just a little education there. Because and then they make the right decisions. And it often seems like this was information that you weren't supposed to know as a woman. It was somebody else will make this decision for you or just do what you're told. Don't worry about it. And that's right. not the case. Those are, these are things that you right. mm-hmm. are very capable of being more active about. And it's not difficult it just takes training right right right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. just takes a little bit of guidance right sometimes. guidance that's a much better word thank it's, you very google, much you can google something and get an answer but it doesn't tell you if that applies to you right because there's so many moving parts with everyone's situation that's what makes it fun for us too is that each person is really unique in their own right with their circumstances and it's finding what what might be applicable for one person over here may not be the same recommendation for this person who might look on the outside like they have a similar situation. Right. And so if you have a question, we encourage you to call and be part of the mom show. Cassandra and Carla are happy to take your questions Mm -hmm. at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Also remind everybody that today's information, uh, securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Right. All of that is out of Thank the way. You. So we're going to talk about some top retirement strategies today, right? Right. Yes, we are. And one of the keys that everyone thinks about is someday retiring. Right. And more and more people, you know, we have about seven different points here that we would like to go through and share today. Mm-hmm. 
but but everyone that is a goal of most people, I would say, is to retire someday and right. not not to have to work. But that can happen any age. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be a sixty five or seventy. It could be any age when you have enough financial independence that you can pull money from and 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 mm-hmm. and live off of that for the rest of your life. And mm-hmm. ladies, do you mind if we recap from a few episodes ago, we kind of talked about the foundation of back, you know, like when social security things and and what it used to be like mm-hmm. right. when you were planning for retirement and then comparing that to what the scenario might look like now. Right. Well, historically, if you look back and if we could wind that clock back, right, we would be looking at usually people had that that three legged stool, we called it, where you had a pension, likely you had some you had Social Security and then maybe you had some of your own right. savings. Right. Um, but but if you didn't, you should still be OK. And that was really historically. Well, and people only lived till age 65. Right. Maybe 70. So that mm-hmm. was only 50 some years ago that yeah. 60, 70 years ago that people Lived didn't live as long, right? Yes. And then things Flash started forward to shift. To now, Flash forward right. to now, right? Because four hundred one ks came out in nineteen eighty one. Okay, so since then, so this is really, you know, one of the first generations now, baby boomers that have experienced right. it throughout their working careers, where they would have to retire on their own savings because before that we didn't have four hundred one ks. Okay, right. so we're 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 seeing now where it's more important than it ever was historically for people to really kind of have an idea of where their money's at, have some help with it if they if they're not really taking on that full-time job of managing it themselves, which it can be a full-time job, you have to really yes. pay attention to it. So if you're not doing that, it's good to have some help because it is so much more of the 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 burden of responsibility is now on individuals instead of having that pension, social security and everything as as your foundation. Now, your savings is one of the biggest foundations. Social security is still there. Though in the future we don't know to what extent because things may change with it. We right. you know hopefully right. it'll be there to to a degree, but we don't know either. So really the 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 largest burden now is on individuals for us to support ourselves and and through a longer lifespan. Right. So right. people are living we're longer. living longer, and now right. the burden of responsibility for retirement for supporting our it's ourselves. Right. And healthcare is a big cost too. That's now. gone up too. I think, you know, and anyone who's who's lived any amount of time recently understands that healthcare costs have gone up. So Right, right. Especially with people retired. Mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, based upon what we had said before, that it really is kind of a sliding scale of how you want to retire gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the easiest way for us to, I know we have these steps, but yes. we kind of, especially with our my talkers, we have, you know, let's say that our or, you know, we know that we have to deal with this when, you know, or start talking about this when I'm mm-hmm. in my 30s. But mm-hmm. then we also have our 40s and, we, and our right. 50s. And I know that we had kind of uh, broken it down by decade on mm-hmm. previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So uh, as we're going through, can we kind of go, well, when should you start to hurry or when can I, you know, because when you look at those numbers, because remember a couple episodes, Cassandra, uh, you, you mentioned here's how much you should have based upon this decade. Mm-hmm. And some of those numbers are really big and it made you go, OK, right. and start soon enough what do mm-hmm. I do now mm-hmm. right. how do you get past that analysis paralysis part of preparing for your retirement right there are still some things that you can do even if you look at on paper and feel like you're behind most of the time I would say more often than not when I sit down with people they feel a sense of relief after we go through their numbers and right. say okay it's not as bad as I thought it was 
But the sooner you can you can address it and work on it, the still the easier it'll be. Right to right. get to where you're trying to get to. For people, the longer you wait, it you may need to be a little bit more creative. Maybe you're not retiring at 65. Maybe you're retiring at 67 or 68. Maybe you do. And this is these are some of the things we're going to talk about. That's actually happening now naturally anyway. Okay, that people are naturally just when we say retiring, they are. They are solely relying on their savings for their right. income and Social Security. That's what we mean when we say actually retiring. Right. And what, some people actually work longer nowadays well, because they mm-hmm. want to. Exactly. Right. They have the dignity of working longer. Right. Mm-hmm. And and they don't want to tap into their retirement funds quite yet. So they might pick up something part-time. They might mm-hmm. lower their expenses. Those are all things... Right. That they make decisions on as they get closer to retirement. Initially, the conversations might be, I just, I could never keep working at this job I'm at till I'm right. 70, right? Right. But some people even, they say, well, what if I, at 60, maybe looked at finding something else that I enjoyed more and right. almost like that hobby job, right? Where you make enough, it pays your bills, maybe right. you have health care coverage and then you don't have to draw from your retirement yet but you still aren't doing what you're doing now right so there's all these different scenarios that things are really kind of there's a shift with a lot of people that are at that retirement age now it's just interesting to me because we are going to cover the top uh, retirement strategies for security and why are we calling it that like when we're using when you're talking about security (laughs) what is it that you ladies mean by that? people want to feel secure in retirement they are afraid mm-hmm. they're going to outlive their money. Right. It's already a scary leap for so many people to 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 be. Re- I was just meeting with a lady too uh, this week that she's been a longtime client, and now she's at that point where she's going to leave her job. It was part time, right? But she's still it's still a big deal to her. She's going to leave it, and for the first time ever, she's going to only be relying on her savings. So right. it is a big step, and to go through the numbers with someone and say. You will be okay. You've got this right. here. You've got this here. And right. and some of the things we're going to talk about, too, is having some guarantees because you right. want to know that there's some kind of guarantees that you will always have that income there. Right. But there's a couple main concerns in retirement that people sometimes don't even verbalize, but you know that, you know, these are things we talk about and they're there. One of them is living long. Mm -hmm. People's life expectancies are longer. The fastest growing population are centennials. Oh, goodness. Centenarians, I think you meant centenarians. Centenarians, I did. (laughs) People age 100 and and growing, they're they're living longer. Uh, People's money's running out. You know, I see all these scenarios that people do on their own. And then they come to me and they say, it looks like my money's going to run out at 85. And so they get nervous about that. Understandable. Uh, Not making enough or maybe being too aggressive. And when that recessions or when those drawdowns come, then Mm -hmm. they have too much of a pullback. And then they can't recoup that fast enough to uh, sustain their income income for their retirement. Health care is a huge concern in retirement because per person, it could be around $200,000 expense-wise. And that's those are the numbers that most um, two hundred thousand throughout that per, lifespan yes, or per year throughout that throughout lifespan. Retirement. Okay, yeah. Correct. 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 Okay, yes. Thank All you right. for clarifying that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Woo. we have a lot of things to cover, but we are also going to make sure that we help you feel more secure as we give right. you these top retirement mm-hmm. strategies for security, courtesy of our friends from Clearstep Financial, Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik Seifser. And we will be right back here on Thank the Mom you. Show on My Talk One Hundred Seven One. 
Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. If we move a little fast today and you could use some of this information, make sure you go and find the podcast. That'll be available there as well. You just go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword Mom Show. Mm -hmm. All of our previous episodes are there. So we are going to help you feel secure as you move into retirement, Mm -hmm. something that's very important. Because even thinking about it right now, and I have started asking questions and thinking about it, but you can feel that anxiety, a little right. bit of that in right. your chest. It is, it mm-hmm. is, yeah. yeah like yeah. You're like, ah, is it going to work? What's going right. to happen? So there yeah. are so many things right. that are unknown. It's right. like taking this leap. Right. right. Yeah, so uh, being able to go through this right. top list, mm-hmm. I think will help people because at least you have that foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. get a pen right. and paper. Right. All right, so pen we are going to start top retirement strategies for security. What do we want to start with, ladies? Well, the first thing is that work as long as you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. Work as long as you can. I, it gives people an extra sense of security, uh, not t- tapping into their retirement funds. And again, that may not be your full-time day job today that you're working, but right. doing something that will al- allow you to live off of that. Right. Again, and, that those hobby jobs or those things that you really enjoy. Right. right. And sometimes it's better to delay Social Security, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's not. Okay. And you have to look at every situation. Some people say, well, just delay it as long as you can. But there are, there are certain circumstances that sometimes it would be better to take Social Security yep. earlier. There's not a one-size-fits-all right. all right. for exactly. everyone. And we don't know Social Security down the road. There's a lot of uncertainty uh, with it being there 100%. We have to have uh, we have to reset Social Security around ten years out. We know that that that'll take place, but we just so there's a lot of uncertainty with Social Security now. Carla and Cassandra, I remember reading something where they were talking about there were um, a number of uh, uh, of statistics that were out there. Now were saying that especially with women, mm-hmm, once you yes. hit like that age of forty five, you were a lot more likely to have to transition from one job to another, and usually that next job was not something that paid you as much money as what you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that when I was sitting around with yes. my girlfriends and we were over our, you know, over cocktails, a lot of us started thinking about, well, how can I control that as much as possible mm-hmm. and start looking into a um, profession or something that I could do on my own where I got to control the next mm-hmm. 10 right. to 15 years of right. my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, does that kind of come into the play and come into play when you're helping people strategize? Well, we could have a whole nother topic on that okay. discussion. <laughs> All right. Because that has to do with uh, our personal development and right. decisions and things like that. But one of the keys, no matter where we're working, no matter what we're doing, really is to do what you can to get out of debt. Right. Okay. Lower, All right. That would be number two is lower expenses. Uh, do what you can to get out of debt by retirement. If mm-hmm. you're not, maybe you want to work a little longer. Maybe you, maybe you have some expenses. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have wedding expenses and college for kids that you want to just keep on working. But do mm-hmm. what you can to get out of debt. So, Carla and Cassandra, how do you help people prioritize when they have that we'll consider a manageable amount of debt. Like if you go, well, I have this much in a retirement account and I have this much in savings, but Mm -hmm. I still have this debt. Mm -hmm. How do I start making the idea of, should I use some of this to pay off the debt right now? Mm -hmm. How does that equation work? You know, it's again, it's kind of case by case, right? Because it depends on what, 
the debt is. What kind of debt? Is it just a mortgage debt? Is it high interest credit card debt? Is it student loan debt that's kind of on the lower end of interest? So it really kind of, it's that bigger picture again. Right. What does your picture look like and how should we best address it? Because the the numbers are the numbers. Right. right? So we can run numbers and help guide people do this much here or take this to pay this off and then replenish that. I mean, there's different strategies, but it really, again, it depends on someone's situation. But the high interest, the high interest credit cards are the ones that are the the ones that you really want to be really aggressive about paying off. Obviously, you don't want debt, period. But those are the ones that are the hardest to dig yourself out of if you're just doing the minimum. And how do we make ourselves, if we're talking about lowering our expenses, and so sometimes that means downsizing, Mm -hmm. right? How do you feel empowered about downsizing when a lot of, I think, our personal identity is upsizing? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I understand, you know, that we are in a consumer uh, society and that's what we want to Mm -hmm. think about. But how do I kind of mentally reframe mm-hmm. so that I go this is helping me in the long I run. I think most people it's interesting Shannon mm-hmm. and I know you're in a little bit different circumstance because you're in the accumulation right. phase but when you deal with baby boomers who are in their late 50s and 60s they start to think about how they can make their life simpler mm-hmm. ah, they don't need okay. all those things anymore right. they don't want all those things anymore they it's just almost like they a want liberating thing for <laughs> them yes. to get rid of things yes, it, it is, is. Yeah. when you talk it to is. people it's they downsize mindset and i've uh, more and more people i talk to want to make it simpler Mm -hmm. they they maybe want to get a condo uh, they don't want to have to deal with the snow and the grass. Right. Like we're talking like this morning right I was now. digging out and I was like, right. I did today. I, <laughs> yeah. Normally I'm happy. I have a yard this morning. I wish I had a condo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been super nice. It not is, to but if it. you think about it, I have they a lot of travel. That, right. They mm-hmm. want it. Maybe their kids are different parts of the country. Right. So they want it simplified. They don't want the yeah. maintenance on the house or the, you know, the, the yard work and things they want right. to be able to pick up and travel. They want right. to lower their, exp- I mean, I've seen so many people do that right. and be very happy and be doing very it. happy knowing that they have choices, mm-hmm. they can travel, they have flexibility, right. and then they feel secure as well. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Okay, so I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I know that I'm on that, 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 that pivot point yes. you know, between the, as you said, you know, right. Carla, the accumulation no, phase. No, you got and the time. I got time. <laughs> but I'm trying to like almost treat myself like I don't have as much time well, as I think because I do yeah, feel like a, it does sneak up on That's probably a good point. You right. want to act like you have right. time, but you don't have time to waste. Okay, fair that's enough. That's right. a good okay. place to yes. be. All right. Because yes. I feel like a lot of people are in that in-between where right. you're going... I kind of started and I know just enough to be dangerous, mm-hmm, but right, right. It, you know, maybe it's just, you just start to hit that, you well, know, what we call quote unquote middle age and right. you see people on TV and you go, oh, I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> it does catch like up with you though. Yes. I think a couple key pieces is number one, do what you can to live off of cash. Okay. Not credit card. Fair get, rid of, get rid of credit card. Get okay. rid of all the credit card debt. Get rid of all your student loans. Work two jobs to get rid of those student loans. Okay. Do it. Do just get rid of all that debt. If you have a mortgage mm-hmm. debt, great. And then save 10 to 15% in a retirement plan. And you should be pretty solid in your life. Thank you for summarizing yes. that way. That helped a lot. Like kind of thing. Those are like bite-sized chunks pieces, that I can yes. kind of, <laughs> I can start now, with. Now the show's over. So right. Thank right. you for having us. Welcome. Check us out at mytalk1071.com. No. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, Because sometimes, I mean, I just like to like occasionally go, 
let's remind people that you could do this. Because <laughs> it feels so far it's off. It's a commitment. Right. And it's a daily focus. And if you get off track, that's okay. Just get back on track again. Right. Pause your life for a minute and get back on right. track again. Like when I'm on a diet. Like I'm gonna have, yeah. Occasionally, yeah. I'm going to have right. too much wine and a couple of cookies. <laughs> but I can get back on the that's road right. to health right. the next day. Right. It doesn't and mean I can't have a salad on Tuesday. Right. Just because right. I had a cookie Monday night. Right. Yeah. And there are okay. all kinds of uh, different paths we take in life, right? There's no straight path to, to reach our goal. Okay. You've got people in their 30s, 40s, 50s that maybe got, you know, they, they got off track. Just get back on track. Some mm-hmm. people, I've met some people in their 50s, and you know what? All of a sudden now they got to get retired in 10, 15 years. They got the income. They don't have any expenses, so now they're saving. So just okay. where, whenever, wherever mm-hmm. you're at in your life, just start there yeah. and get on track. And, mm-hmm. and make it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Make well, decisions. We are joined today from ClearStep Financial. We have Cassandra Brazier and Carla Sevnick-Cypher who are here and they're telling us some top retirement strategies for security. And um, but we're going to go to break now, but I'm very excited to talk about this next one because I've heard a lot of commercials about annuities mm-hmm. recently and it's a word that I only kind of know what it means. So okay. hopefully we'll be able okay. to share that when we come back right. here we'll on the mom show. We'll decode, yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Mom Show here on My Talk 1071, also streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Miss Shannon, joined from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com. Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik Cypher are here. Hi. And you guys, Hello. I appreciate so much of what you do because I have some girlfriends that um, were in that phase where they're like, I know I would like to talk to a right. financial advisor. And I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this a couple of shows ago. Right. I told my friend, I'm like, hey, you should talk to someone. And he's like, well, I don't want a dude telling me what to do. And I'm like, there are women who do it. <laughs> right? there, there <laughs> we can help you find one. Right. So we have two very, very savvy financial advisor women right. in studio today. So yeah. thank you, ladies. You're welcome. And most thank of the time, you. women like to work with other women right. advisors. Yeah. They like that. So. I, you know, understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, right. I agree. Like, you yeah. know, when I sat down with you, it was very freeing, mm-hmm. as you right. said. Right. So we always encourage people to go ahead and contact you. ClearStepFinancial.com, mm-hmm. right? And MomsTalkMoney.com. Very right. easy to remember. Yes. Throw yes. some questions out there and, like, and just get yourself down the road to like I can sleep a little bit because yes. you're not waking up in the middle of the night going oh my mm-hmm. gosh my children won't have anything if I die <laughs> you know, kind of like, real talk yes. I think that yeah. keeps me up at night right. So, yeah. right. we right. have been covering top retirement strategies for security right? Mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of got to the point where we were talking about making sure that maybe you are comfortable working longer. That might be an option for you. Mm-hmm. Finding the right yep. kind of thing that right. you transition to because we know that we are living longer and making sure right. that you enjoy that. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. how do I kind of make sure that I have some sort of income once I'm ready to retire? So part, how does that look? Yes, yeah, so part of feeling secure in retirement, and that's what this is all about today, is having some guaranteed lifetime incomes. And so years ago, like Cassandra talked about, Pensions were there, right? right? What did people live off of? A three-legged stool. They lived off of Social Security, pensions, and then their own savings, which really mm-hmm. wasn't much. If you look at people in the 50s that retired, they might have lived till 65, 70, and Social Security was there at 65. So Social mm-hmm. Security only had to support a person maybe for five, 10 years, right. and then people, most of them, passed away and died. Okay. So now people are living to age 100 and beyond. When I sit down with people, they want to know their money's going to be there mm-hmm. until age 100 because there's a chance their grandmother or grandfather on one side or the other lived to in their 90s, and there's a chance that they see themselves there. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's a concern. And so, I want to take care of it because I don't want my son to have to take care of me. Well, <laughs> that, <laughs> kind of yes. Right. I'm not saying that he wouldn't. 
I if I can right. do it myself, I would rather do it that right. way. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't want our we don't want to depend on our children. That, that you don't. Be, that can't. <laughs> no. That can't yeah, be our good. retirement that's plan. Good. <laughs> it's, good have, like, <laughs> it's good to have a parent that's an advisor, right? right. That, I, she's. I think she's set. So <laughs> Cassandra's like yeah. bonus for me. Just don't make it worse. <laughs> our children do not want us to live in live in their houses and depend you on them. You can come visit though. You can come visit. Maybe that. Maybe that's a new business is having these uh, attached rooms with uh, for our all our parents, right? All your Fair baby enough. boomer parents. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm working on that whole thing where I'm like, I'm, you know, it's it's not a goal, but it could very easily right. happen. You know, well, I we're could reverting see. back, right? Because, you know, 100 years ago, people did. They lived, they right? lived together. together. Generations right. did. Grandparents, right. families, the kids. You, you know, know, my multi-generation mom, right? compounds. <laughs> Here like, they come. I, I, you know, my mom and I haven't <laughs> talked about this yet, but I could very easily see her moving in with right. my son and I right. eventually because we, you know, when I was growing up, that's what ended up happening with, you know, my grandmother mm-hmm. never went yes. to an assisted living facility. Right. We, our grandma lived with us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and so I'm like, it just, right. in my brain, because that's right. what I grew up around, mm-hmm. had always just presumed, right. maybe my mom wants to go someplace else, but I right. just presumed that eventually she would move in with us. Right. And so, you know, sometimes that can work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That can work. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, but I would say most circumstances that may be too stressful for a family Fair to enough. take mm-hmm. on a, a grandparent there. And you never know, they might have Alzheimer's, they might have health issues. There's a lot of stresses that go with aging right. as well. So. so now that a lot of us don't have that pension, right? how do we, right. you know, what's the other type of income that we normally would have mm-hmm. if a pension is an option? Well, since a lot of people, again, we talked about baby boomers, they've saved the majority of their money in a 401k. Okay. Once you retire, and even sometimes before you retire, you have the ability to move that money. Okay. Some companies will allow you to still move it while you're working. And if as you're getting closer to retirement too, that can be something to look at because especially when we have these different um, downturns in the markets and things. So it, you know, it's always good to just review things ongoing. Just okay. always review things because some things sometimes even your external circumstances change. Right. So what you can do then is there are annuities out there, and we we said we were going to talk a little bit about annuities, and that is a very general term. I want to be clear because okay. there are some that, and they're across the spectrum, and there's lots of different mm-hmm. kinds of them. But one thing that annuities do provide is some kind of an income stream. Okay. And that is a way to basically insure an income stream. So you're putting insurance basically on guaranteeing like a pension that you're going to have an income there. So now we're kind of in the weeds as far as uh, definitions as far mm-hmm. you know, for me. Like, right. so when we have, you know, if you use the word savings account, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Right. What is the basic definition of an annuity? So just a couple of points. Okay. There's good and bad annuities out okay. there. You hear a lot of these radio programs and fear-based uh, commercials right. that say don't ever do this. Yes. That's, that's not or they totally try accurate. Hear you into doing it, right? right? There's both right. sides. There's right. There's both sides. You you hear them both ways. So there's good and bad uh, different programs out there. So we're just talking in general terms right, right now. All we're right. not talking and we're about talking specifics two for a portion. Okay, right. that right. can not be all. Uh, it can be a portion of how you would have right. income coming in in retirement right. because it's. We, 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 when we look at people's full picture too, we don't recommend putting all of it anywhere. Right. Okay. You want to have different buckets of money. So this is just one of those things where maybe you've got, you know, you're planning on X amount for social security. This could be another X amount right. that you can plan on, on a concrete number. And that's what can yeah. be helpful. And it can be nice to have between social security and maybe an annuity type of an income, right. knowing that your life, exp- your life expenses, right? Day to day, 
will be covered. Right. Okay. I just talked. Do I, they have like a certain like? Or do it, it, what's the benefit of having an annuity versus some of these other products? So mm-hmm. let me share this with you. I was talking to a gentleman and his wife. They're both sixty-seven, and he has done a lot of his own investing for a long time. Right. Okay. Both the mutual funds and stocks, and have this wonderful portfolio. And he said, "There's a couple things. Number one is he doesn't have the time to to do it right every day and follow it. Number two, there's a lot of volatility that's going on up and down in the markets and so forth. And so we talked about taking a portion of this money to pay for his fixed expenses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Turn it into a pension. Okay. Just turn it in. Oh, he got okay. a really nice percent on it. Husband mm-hmm. and wife paid out is paying out for their lifetime." And this, so, but a lot of men aren't necessarily open. They like to do a lot of their own investing until they get to a point where they realize there's a good chance that their wife will be alone someday. Got it. And so they want to help their wife to feel secure now knowing that this money is there for them. So there's a lot of psychology that goes behind a lot of this. Well, and there's a lot of different kinds of annuities and we work with a lot of different kinds. So again, it depends on the person as far as maybe what kind of annuity would be appropriate. A lot of times one is appropriate, especially when you get to that retirement point or close to it. Sometimes it's not. It really does depend. Right, but right. that is a that is a, a a key piece that can be beneficial in a lot of circumstances. Right. So am I oversimplifying it by saying, let's say that you know me, Miss Shannon, yes. didn't have a pension, mm-hmm. but it, for me, an annuity is kind of like that. It's setting mm-hmm. up an account that right. then pays me on a regular basis as it or right. I can withdraw from as if it was right. a pension for mm-hmm. people that don't do pensions. Right. So mm-hmm. most of the time, Miss Shannon, right? Mm-hmm. You're yes. in your 30s. So most of the time in your 30s, you wouldn't think of it yet. Right. You're in the accumulation phase. So right. you want to get to retirement, save in mutual funds or stocks in a portfolio that can really help generate high, higher income. Then I hit 45 interest. and then what do I do? Well, 45 may may or may not be a time as well. It okay. may be. It depends. Uh, some people want a portion at that time to start thinking in the future. Okay. Some people want to wait a little bit until maybe they're in their 50s within 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years, 5, 10, 15 years of there's, only, there's probably only a handful of annuities that you'd want right. to use if you were younger than 50, 50 55. Gotcha. Okay. So there are some out there. But right. again, there's it's a smaller bucket because most of them have the most benefits if you're within about a 10-year window All right. of 65. Right. Okay. Right. So it's, so it's once I hit 50, then I start talking to my financial advisor about maybe converting some of my retirement mm-hmm. funds to an annuity. And, mm-hmm. and it possibly depends on the economic cycle we're in too. Those are, those are some of the variables there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of concerns for our future. We'll, I'm sure we'll hit more recessions, maybe even a great depression down the road. We don't know, but the right. point is that's part of the planning and the mm-hmm. recommendations as time goes on. Well, mm-hmm. we are joined today from here on The Mom Show from ClearStep Financial, Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik-Cypher from ClearStep Financial are here. And we're talking about top retirement strategies for security. And so one of the things that you mention all the time is diversification. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so why is that something that we have to remind people of over and over and over again? Well, I think most people have probably heard the word diversification. Yes. But right. I think it's been used in a lot of different ways. And I think... Because back in the in the nineties, there right. was by being diversified, it just meant you had a lot of different kinds of mutual funds. Okay, so you may have had some international, you had some bonds, you had some large caps, some small caps, some mid caps, some values. So you so that was called diversification back in the nineties, right? And then we hit two thousand, and we saw 
diversification meant still meant everything went down by 50 percent in 2001 2002 so we said well what good is diversification right well then you take it a step further and you diversify on the way that your money is being managed not just the funds that your money is managed in so not to get too complex but an annuity like we just talked about would would be one way of having your money invested and managed and then we've in the past i know talked a little bit about third-party money managers, which take it to a different level. You have to have special licensing to work with those and be a fiduciary. Mm -hmm. And so that's another way it takes it a step up from just having a model, but they actually manage it and move it for you and react to the markets. And then you you could have a fund lineup of mutual funds. That is another way of buy and hold, basically, of having it managed. Um, And then there are also different funds and assets and things out there that we call non-correlated. All right. Which is what... Asset allocation models were supposed to be, right. but really, but then we found that they weren't really as much. And then, <laughs> so, uh, but, but non-correlated things means that they don't move the same way the market does. Okay. Right? And so they may not be impacted as much like when the market was down last year, maybe they were up last year. So that's something right. that we would call non-correlated. Mm-hmm. So there are different ways in different places to put different buckets of money across right. the board. You don't want it all in in one place and the majority of people have it all in mutual funds. Okay. Right. So when I am what, you know, as part of the majority of people, yes. so who's normally the person that helps me keep track of all these? Is that my financial advisor yes. Yes. that yes. can sit there and go, here's all right. your pieces. Mm-hmm. I help you. Right. Uh, I'm the core of this hub and mm-hmm. then I will help you manage right. all these spokes. Right. Let, let us take on that. Okay. That responsibility. Let us share in your, your goals, your financial goals, right? Let us shoulder that. Right. That's that's what we do. Let us watch your funds for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we connect. Uh, we can connect as often as people want to connect. Them right. Just for updates and review. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure I'm not missing anything. <laughs> right. Or if I need to call Things you and go, change. am I freaking out to preemptively? <laughs> right. 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 Just to help. It's like a coach coach you through to help you to reach your financial goals. Mm -hmm. Well, we are covering the top retirement strategies for security, courtesy of Cassandra Brazier, Carla Zevnik-Cypher from ClearStep Financial. And what are we going to cover when we get back, ladies? Well, when we get back, we're going to talk about the importance of having a plan for your long-term care and why that's important in retirement. And and a a few other ideas. We We have have about three more points Mm -hmm. to cover on on retirement. We're also open to your questions. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on The Mom Show. Thank you. Thank you for joining us here on The Mom Show on MyTalk 1071 and streaming at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon. Joined from ClearStep Financial and MomsTalkMoney.com, Cassandra Brazier and Carla Zevnik-Cypher are here. Two moms who know a lot about how you can feel more secure as you are gracefully aging and moving into retirement. Gracefully. Gracefully, gracefully, that aging. gracefully aging. That is all I care. I don't expect to stop the clock. I just want to go into it as prepared as possible. So I think a lot of our My Talkers are in the same boat. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. So we've been talking about those top retirement strategies for security. And we've covered, you know, making sure that you have an income as you move into that period of your life. Uh, Diversification, clarified that. So what are we going to cover now? Right. So the next topic, I think, would be have some type of, I know a couple weeks ago or months, we we covered long or insurance, right? Yes. Life Mm -hmm. insurance. Yes. Well, there are life insurance plans now that you can actually add long-term care to, mm-hmm. which are pretty neat. Actually, okay. they're hybrids. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of companies that are no longer offering specifically long-term care. We just found out another company got rid of their long-term care plan. Right. So 
it's but it's an important piece if you can leverage your money today to help to pay for no matter what you never lose that money help right. to pay for a, a long-term care need maybe assisted living or long-term care down the road or even being able to be at home and have the right. care right. at home yeah, exactly mm-hmm. so that you have more options in your future mm-hmm. it's nice to have options so you don't have to live with your kids if you don't want to maybe you don't want to live with your kids <laughs> <laughs> right but you'd um, like to be able to like you know be you know age at home and maybe have a personal right. care assistant that come and works right. with you right right okay uh, no uh, no matter how much money you have sometimes you can leverage your money okay and it's always good to leverage and have that extra layer of protection there just in case you need it but if you never use it you'll get your money back on a lot of these programs i like that we're talking about ways that you get your money back because especially Mm -hmm. as we brought up before with life insurance and we're talking about that people feel like they're they're throwing money down a well and Mm -hmm. it's hard to mentally tell yourself not only are you uh, preparing for that particular contingency plan for your family there are ways or options that are out there where you are losing nothing mm-hmm. right. by making this decision. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay. Exactly, which is which is nice. So those are some hybrid firms out there, companies uh, based on with life insurance and so forth. But I would really strongly recommend to, to consider saving in your HSA. A lot of more companies are offering those. That money can help you through retirement, pay for medical expenses, but that's going to be a very large expense in retirement, okay, medical, so, long-term care, all of that, very mm-hmm. long, large expense. I appreciate that you brought that up first. I know a lot of us, you know, you hear this this trend out there where I think that some people in that in-between age like me, like we're doing more traveling now because you always put this off until right. yes. you're like, well, when I retire, I'm going to travel. Mm-hmm. Right. And now we're like, well, wait, I don't know when and if I'm ever going to retire. <laughs> so maybe I should save up and have some of these things. Today. And do it now and do that. But you do need to think ahead if you're that person where you're like, well, that's where I'm saving up this time and I'll be able to do it. And, you know, you need to plan ahead for that as well. Right. right. Well, that's the next piece is Mm -hmm. that I really love sharing with people, have a separate pot of money for your travel and retirement Mm -hmm. so that you don't deplete your monthly income that you receive, have a separate pot, maybe that you only touch for retirement. Maybe that's a Roth IRA. Okay. And then other incidentals, how many times are you going to have these expenses that come up every now and then, like a new car or whatever else? Mm-hmm. So have a separate pot. Maybe it's between 50000 and 100000 that you just use for those unexpected or incidental things that you want to spend money on. Right. So, so I mean, we don't want to call them completely luxuries, but they are in comparison to right. these other things, like your long-term health care. <laughs> so, or buying food. Buying food, yes. You know, feeding your luxuries. cat. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, so we want to make sure that you're like, okay, you plan you know, and think ahead about right. what you're going to do if you want to be one of those people that has right. a chance to vacation and travel. Mm-hmm. But Ms. Shannon, at, in your 30s, that could be something you start as you really okay. set up your Roth IRA because that could be you could take half of that maybe and that could be your travel money okay and that's a note i have too because you still have time for people maybe you got your tax return back or maybe you have some money sitting on the sidelines some extra money you still have time to fund a roth for 2018 okay they only give you till april 15th right and then 2018 is gone from that respect right and then you have all of 2019 now for last year you can put in 5500 okay so you so don't have to, to do that maximize much. What right you're doing. if you had okay. 5500 yes. to put in great if you have a thousand to put in that's a thousand you would have in there that you wouldn't otherwise right so it's you know it is a good time to still try and maximize that if you haven't yet yes even if you're some people are retired and work part-time right. they can still put money in a roth ira 
Okay. They could be in their 70s mm-hmm. working part-time and Absolutely. they can put money in a Roth IRA. So do what you can to maximize those Roth because IRAs. Because when you're, when you're taking money, and we're not tax planners, right? Talk to your tax advisor. Yes. But, but what, when you take money out of a Roth, it doesn't impact your taxable income then. So like Social right. Security has certain limits. And if you're pulling right. money out of what was your 401k and it's, maybe it's now an IRA, that's all taxable, Right. So there's different things that can impact you if you're pulling right. a large chunk out of something. And right. that's why we talk about maybe using a Roth for pulling chunks of money out in retirement because it won't throw your tax and stuff off. Right. Because once you once you're we'll call it once you're retired. But there there's also things like you have to start taking minimum distributions and other things. Sure, so you right. might as well keep right. the rest of the money. Be, uh, you, you know, use it so that it's still working for you is what you're saying. Kind of. Kind of. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm trying to like, I'm trying to help, but I'm making it worse. (laughs) It's just a good bucket to have that gives you flexibility and it won't, it won't impact you negatively to pull money out of it. You're not going to have a whole bunch of extra taxes due that those kinds of things, because it doesn't, it doesn't count like an IRA does when you pull money out of an IRA and then you owe tax income on it. So well, finally, right. something that I I have learned to find joyous to discuss, but lots <laughs> of people still start thinking it's a big downer. When you start thinking about, you know, all of the the healthcare directives and mm-hmm, right. wills and trusts right. and mm-hmm. those things, that's right. usually when people start to tap out because that seems sad because you're planning for your death. Mm. I have right. learned after mm-hmm. numerous conversations with both of you, it's actually very freeing to it go. All right. that is handled. Right. It's so handled. Like every time yeah. I open my little fireproof safe and I have to get something out of right. it and I see the fact that my will is in there. Yeah. Right. It makes me feel a little bit better. You got yeah. your adult pants on, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know, so it's actually very freeing to go, well, my family's not going to have to worry about any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Right. So how do you, you know, you know, what's that list, that final list of things that we should yeah. really start working on? so that we feel secure in our retirement. And we're not attorneys, right? Right, right. But, but we, we have work a, with we this. have a group yes. that work we, with right, us, right. a number of them depending on where people are at and that some we people, can yeah, some of, with. some of our attorneys here in the Twin Cities actually go to people's homes too and they'll make house calls, which mm-hmm. is also very nice. But bottom line, if you're a mother, father, you have children, you don't have children, it's so important to get your directives Together, at least powers of attorney and powers of health care. Health care directives. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. keep them in your, you'll feel so good knowing that if something happens to you, accident, whatever, they're in your glove compartment, you give them to your the people around you, trustees, that uh, you, that'll be taken care of. Mm-hmm. You feel, you feel it's a freeing experience, just like it you is. said, Ms. Right. Shannon. And I would add to that too. So along the lines of getting some of that stuff in order, make sure all your beneficiaries on things are yes. up to date. Life right. changes point. and people get divorced, people get remarried, right. people have more kids, people, right. You do, right? So you have all these different things. And when your kids are under 18, we don't recommend putting them as your direct beneficiaries. Right. But let's say your kids are 18 now. Right. Well, then those can be updated. Right. So there's lots of different things. It's always good to do reviews of beneficiaries. We can do those with people. So right. if you want us to sit down and meet with you and do that, we can do that. But make sure your beneficiaries are in order. And people don't realize this, but most most People do have their children as beneficiaries under the age of 18, and they cannot inherit money. It has to ah, go through the probate system. Okay. So make sure you set it up for another adult that you trust that would be there to take over the finances or a, a trust. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And, well, but just know, private. too, whatever your beneficiary says on your actual statement, right. on your account, right. that's what's going to happen. If your will says something else, right. it doesn't matter. Right. Right. Whatever is on that account, that is what will happen and to that money. Right. That's your 401k, that's your group life Maybe insurance. It's, right. Maybe it's when work. you first started work, you put right. an ex-spouse down. Right. Yes. yes. So we need to update all update, of that. Update all, of that. all that, people. Look As at your always, beneficiaries. this is fantastic information. So Carla and Cassandra, I appreciate it. And yes. we're going to go to our final, uh, as we're wrapping up we do have a great question from uh from twitter so kim thank you for writing in we are paying attention to twitter today and she wants to know what is the cost of your services and uh do you have a one-time payment or monthly fee or how how do you manage those portfolios good good question Mm -hmm. so we work with lots of different uh, vehicles that we help people with right with investing and so forth so we set it up usually this is the way we set it up where we don't charge a fee for our services directly we get paid by the companies that we represent perfect we do an initial complimentary consultation and, initial, and right. we're on next week if yes. you have more questions it's st patrick's day next week we're going to be talking about getting lucky in retirement lucky. Yes. what does that mean thank you for writing in we appreciate you being part of the thank mom you. show make Thanks, sure you everyone. check them out clearstepfinancial.com also moms talk money and we'll see you next time on The Mom Show. Thank you.